eu aqui vendo Intergalactic beings of multi-dimensional realities. Welcome to Channeling. Gwen with Guides in the Garden and Guides of the Way of All. We're going to be exploring something called Sacred Play with my friend Anastasia today. If you don't remember, we had a nice little episode featuring her talking about dream tending and what it was. But today, it's going to take a little different turn as we jump in, enter into creation as a part of the expression of our inner work. I am super excited to invite all of you into a special experience that me and my friend Anastasia Pavlov had together. And this was many, many months ago. But I couldn't help but feel like it would be a real treat for you guys to experience what entering into what she calls sacred play is with her and how she goes about doing it. Now, this sacred play, I feel, has been developed in acknowledgement that when we enter into these deep spaces within ourselves and work in the shadow work or bring up what subconsciously is happening with us, that we can acknowledge the intelligence that is being shared with us and the shifts that we are experiencing by entering into a creative movement and physical expression. And this also assists in any shifts that are occurring to really be felt out in the physical world. So Anastasia has been well adapted to working with many people, creating a space where this kind of entering in can occur and creative process can occur. And when you're in this luminous space in Temenos, it becomes an extension of the deep work that you're in. But I found that it becomes a part of what can be considered a celebration and an embodiment, which helps the alchemization of what's occurring within your body. So if you desire and you're a little artistic or want to write or have wanting or have wanted to express while in this kind of luminary space, feel free to pull out your paints or a writing utensil or get into your dancing clothes because at the end of this, you'll get a chance to enter into that space of play and feel the magic there. Also included in this episode is a space where we sit and we open deeply into the grounding that entering into that space is. After the episode, if you like, and it helps bring you into this space of play, you can go ahead 
and rewind and find that meditation that we share to help ground you and enter you into the space. However you play is perfect and just what you need in your life. Go ahead and make sure to feel yourself being centered and acknowledging whatever desires or expression gets to come up through you. We both prepared for this experience beforehand by having a theme. This theme was somewhere only we know, somewhere only we go. If you are familiar with the Aqualung song, you can play that in the background. Of course, I had to remove all music which had a copyright or we did not have rights to. When you enter into this kind of play, it can start to feel like something that you enter into you and you invite to show up in your life. And as you invite it, you sit, you ponder, you may the night before say, I'm inviting this intelligence into my life surrounding this theme. And you may have interesting dreams or interesting visitors that pop up and say, yeah, I'm here with you along this journey. So when Anastasia and I talk, this is the process that we've gone through in order to enter into this kind of play. Get your creative on and I hope you enjoy another episode of Welcome to Channeling. Hello. Recordings in progress. And so is some white ceremonial sage. Continue burning some of this. You were just mentioning a fight. I think I was feeling the fight that you were experiencing in your my psyche, your psyche or auric awareness, um, your field of awareness uh, in, yeah. in, in the bowels of my body. Uh, it was like I was getting sucker punched. Um, although I did eat a little breakfast and. Um, and now I have a lot of, I felt led to have a lot of dark chocolate, cacao, organic cacao around me for grounding, lots of water. Water flushes death through. That comes from uh, kahunas in Hawaii. Uh, it's a practice, simple practice to uh, help flush what's visiting, which visited us in dream. Both of us, it seems, experienced profound loss, violent death in dream last night, this morning, before we came here today um, through our presentation. So uh, may I, I'm sure you already have a lot of your space set up, but may I also suggest having extra water with us today? Yeah. And um, Hydration, electrolytes, coconut water. Yeah, whatever is your. Yeah. 
I am here. I am here. I am here. I am here. Okay. I feel like I get to apologize and I don't know what it's about. <laughs> like I'm seeing myself like a little brat right now. <laughs> like I'm a brat. <sighs> You're allowed to be a brat in your body. I am allowed to be a brat in my body. I'm allowed to be a snot in my body. <laughs> a freaking spoiled brat in my body. I am allowed to be a freaking spoiled brat in my body. I so am a, a freaking spoiled brat in my body. <laughs> and I'm allowed to love it. Yeah. And with that, I'm having a little chocolate to um, ground. Where we are the guests on our own show. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this <laughs> this time together will follow um, the traditional, you could say, format or structure. There is a, a structure for our playtime, but within the, the structure is also the opportunity to play wildly, magically, abundantly, and to um, do whatever you feel is right. There is no wrong, um, but it does help to have some kind of basic uh, infrastructure in part for our parasympathetic nervous system. So for the part of our, us that is in rest and digest, not fight or flight, uh, mm -hmm. you know, having a basic understanding of what's upcoming allows us to kind of melt a little more into both the known and the unknown. So it gives our psyches, our bodies, our minds, our spirits a little bit of undergirding or foundation as much as we're jumping off of that foundation and going anywhere we need to go and we don't even need to know where we're going at all, but we have at least this slight kind of hint of the known as we allow ourselves also to venture into the unknown. So with that said, no matter what we do, I feel whether it's sacred play or some type of interview or whatever the process, I feel it's so important to ground initially. So something very tender came forward. Uh, we will begin with uh, something um, just very gentle and, and, and in awareness, but um, it'll transition um, into just so your nervous system is aware of what's upcoming. We'll transition into a little bit of music uh, while we'll be in silent meditation uh, only for a few minutes. But before we get to that, both of us, let us both just find our seat. So just find where your glutes hit the surface on which you're resting right now. Closing eyes, softening body, making sure your shoulders are rolled down away from your ears, 
So your neck is straight, your spine is straight without being rigid. It is dignified, it is upright as you are the queen in your own seat and the ruler of your life, the God that is also part of the one God and eternal mind. Seated here in this space, feel the air around this body, this spine that is erect with energy that flows up, that flows down through your kundalini, through your chakras through the new chakras, the new systems that are being put into place because of this ascension. Feel the molecules of air around you. Feel how they enter your body through breath. Through the nose. Out the mouth. Maybe even somehow swirling through other orifices of the body, the skin that breathes, our sacred yoni, through our crown, through our muladhara. Breath in, breath out, breathing, welcoming, focusing on what never leaves us until we leave this human form. What a gift, old friend. Thank this breath, this old, old friend, there Mm -hmm. from first moment to final moment, and somehow still part of us in the eternal moment, before and beyond this human incarnation. This gorgeous human form it protects us with the fight of flight mechanism and also soothes us with this rest and digest capacity. Feel now where breath is. Is breath in chest? Is breath in belly? There is no wrong. It's okay if breath is in chest and there might be some panic in the body, worry, fear, they are primal, they are essential, thank you. We are also allowed to allow breath to drop down. Let it drop down. Moving into the seat of the soul, 
to the simple and soft, warm, dark place that actually holds and comforts like an eternal cave just below your belly button. where life is formed, where life ends and begins again with each breath. Let yourself inhale through your nose to a count of two quickly, but then elongating it through the mouth or nose, whatever you feel led to do, to a count of four, so that the breath can drop down and fill up the space below as above, coming through nose, then down into belly. Two, one, two, three, four. Find your rhythm. Find your space. Let yourself soften more. Allowing breath to slow down and move down into rest, digest into a tender, soft, even delicate, feminine yin space. Allowing whatever has been visiting, no matter how young or connected to the death space or horrific, let it like on the river sticks flow down from nose through mouth into the belly into a final resting place where it is held, where it is loved, where it just is seen, witnessed without shame, free from judgment, held like by the mother, the great mother, by you as mother, me as mother, us as mother. mothering this space that is the primordial playtime. Where joy is the default, is the birthright and the deathright. Where what ebbs and flows that comes in and out like breath 
can be both cocoon and butterfly, then back to caterpillar, to cocoon, to butterfly, in this cycle of life and death, endings and beginnings that we can always return to through our old friend, breath, and our eternal essence as love. So breathe. Just breathe. Allow what's been visiting through dream and through other landscapes just flow down into belly, through breath, like on a river being taken to the sea, embodying as the truth of who we all are. Love. Keep breathing, breathing. In and out. In and out. Elongating the exhale, whether a count in of two and out of four or whatever is right and sacred to you. Welcome the silence and the breath, the cave of wonders below. And while in this space, welcome this song and drop down, down, down to this womb space. Just breathe in and out. Just sit in this space for a little bit. Welcoming our playtime theme of somewhere only we go, we know. Somewhere only I know, you know. I go, you go. And who is facilitating this journey with us? Let love be present. And let us both welcome whoever else is visiting as ally, as witness, as guide. As friend. Along our path. Here. 
now. To conclude our grounding, just feel your feet firmly planted, rooted like tree branches, roots, tree trunk, you as tree with roots moving down to the core of the earth, down, 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 5,000 miles down, pulling up all the bounty of the soil and its mysteries into your body as the sun above shines down with a cord into our hearts of white light a cord from the father into the heart of us as a cord from our root from our tailbone and our feet down into the mother ground us there through her rose gold light. We are here connected through the rhizomes, through the layers of being, connected in temenos and safe space with candlelit, with allies present, with love here, ready to welcome our playtime. Feel yourself in this space. Maybe wiggle fingers, wiggle toes. Feel your face. Flicker eyes open. Stretch. Let your body enter this space anew. Here now having arrived we are here now maybe sip from your water to connect to human body we are in this numinous space but we are also experiencing it through human form so I honor that and we honor that today. Welcome. Hello, all you fancy listeners. I'm interrupting this podcast to remind you of the many ways that you can show your support. The first way is that whenever I post, you can listen and then write a review or send a link to your friend saying how amazing this podcast is. The second way to show your support is you can monetarily show your support by subscribing or donating. Subscribers get beautiful benefits like special episodes, live event links, and specials on my services. 
for whatever way you choose to show your support. I say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now back to your awesome episode. So, dear Gwen, to begin um, our time after grounding, if you would share um, about what visited perhaps in that grounding journey and also has been, but who you would like to name, what you would like to name, who will be here with you in our container with me as much as I am with you. Thank you. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> oh, so interesting. I, I haven't felt um, my siren for a while. And um, that was who was really getting pissed off. She's getting pissed off because she's there's not a lot of places to hide. Um, she... But I, I'm, I have her in a soft bed right now. Um, uh, I, as I went, as I went down um, the cave, uh, there were there was a tree and it was all black and there was an altar, um, and my feeling was that there has been a lot that has been sacrificed there on that altar. And then suddenly the tree became white and it was half white. And, and then the, um, the mother's song, it was like all of that. I could feel that there was presence there of that, but it was like life life beyond this struggle of what we think is right and wrong and black and white and whatever like the beauty of what is here like now and the trees became dragons and angel and but the beauty was in this life here as i i felt like i was just this womb you know, like I was the womb. Um, I remember distinctly in my dream, let's see if I have it right here, because in the middle of my dreams last night, I would wake up and then I would reach across to my book and it was dark and I would try to write what I just saw. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's, it was something like, it, there was a statement, it was like, daddy, first love me clear clear words that came through me during part of my dream last night there was someone that i some something that i felt and the name that comes is ethereal i'm not and i i don't know if this is him but there is a sense that um sky is here too but i'm having trouble because right now I feel I'm in that womb and I feel like there's a host around me that there is one that can enter here that I feel. Um, I was told that, that this is about love 
for me. This is about unique expression of love between individuals. And I pulled out a ton of my art from the shed and I just lined it up. And so it's all lined up here. And it's like this kind of look into myself. <laughs> it's one of those things that I feel like if I don't see it, it's almost like I forget who I am in a way. Yeah, I understand. And so it's all here with me. And this is what's here for me. And whatever gets to be present gets to be present. So, and I am so honored to be here. It's, I'm so happy. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. Thank you. I, I honor that you are honored and excited. I'm, I'm deeply grateful. I've been yearning, whew, so much emotion. I've been yearning for this. I, I had to put this, I used to do this, you know, every other week with about 22 women, not all of them would show up, of course, at once, but on average, about six, seven women in this sacred space. And it was extremely transformational. And I think I gave it my power. Uh, it, it was so amazing that I, I kind of, it, it owned me and it had to be taken away from me, I think. Um, so I could learn that it's, I am the one creating this. It's not creating me, I'm creating it. And, um, but uh, it is really, important to me like you said it's kind of like I forget who I am without seeing it without seeing the expression of myself in this way um, as well as uh, the expression of myself through the sort of expressive art that needs to come through in response to my journeys in the numinous other realms and my the calling in this human form in life as high priestess and dreamer which in native cultures is often called the shaman so because there is a medicine to what moves through me but it's not some egoic me that that is powerful it's quote unquote right it's it's simply all that is expressing itself through my unique vessel uh, and the more i'm in surrender to it the more so-called medicine um, can come through me and offer what folks need even if they don't know they need it and even if they don't know I'm doing it because um, often this can be expressed through complete silence and even distance meaning someone in another country even <laughs> and I can just hold the the space and allow what needs to flow through to flow through and then be offered to that person or to that group of people so uh, thank you for being here and letting this play time in, in a way that's come through me since December 2020 uh, be here now again in new form because it had to evolve and, and this I feel is part of its evolution and new beginning something has to die and end as much as something is, has to be born and begin what was surprising was the colors pink kind of almost overbearingly pink then becoming more and more subtle and soft almost like into a sandstone color like sand with a, a tiny hue a little bit a hint of pink that was very present through earlier dreams this morning which woke me up around 5 a.m. and then I went back to sleep and and more dreams visited uh, before it, that. It's interesting. There was this 
pivotal transitional moment of before it was a, a, a boy, young man, not like a young child, a young man who is in this world in which there are a lot of different types of work and jobs people did, but no one really did the job that he did, which was almost, you could say, paving roads. He had, you know, like when you squeegee a, a, a professional, you know, like window, like if you're window washing, you use like one wiper blade. So he had this like long kind of wiper blade almost. And he was just with a wit, like a wish of his hand, just sort of paving the roads of the city, of this town, you know, world, realm, wherever he was, which was very, a bit rural, but also, um, the there was a city to it there was a cityscape to it but he was part of what was helping maintain it and create it and there was artistry in it but what he did i was watching him he had to put on this pink gluey yucky funky kind of substance and then he just had to keep the more he had this this sort of maneuver with his hand the more it smoothed out and it and that intense pink which was like some type of fluid coming out of the body that that's almost like a discharge. It had like a, uh, like a kind of grossness to it. But the more you moved it around, the more it became again, this kind of sandstone color and it smoothed out and the roads weren't perfect that he made, but he was tirelessly mocked and denigrated by everyone around him for what he was doing. It was a joke. It was who takes this job? Nobody. Wow. This is ridiculous what you're doing. And then suddenly it was like an advanced civilization, like rulers of another alien planet even arrived. And they know they noticed this this boy, this young man and what he was doing. And they had it was kind of weird. It was like money trees, almost like really tall coconut trees. Uh, and, but instead of coconuts and like palm, you know, fronds here and there, it was just very dense, almost like a book of leaves. And it was all sort of green dollar bills of some type of bills, like American currency money. And they needed his help with sorting it, taking it out, like understanding it, almost like reading it and being able to, you know, climb up the tree and take care of it to some extent. And he's like, of course I can do that. Cause basically this man boy who could do this job with the roads. Um, I, I know this gesture, like in dream tending, I would, I would ask myself to, you know, Oh, repeat this gesture. What do you feel? What do you, you know? Um, it's definitely feels important, but, um, mm -hmm. he, um, he actually can do every job in this world he chooses, but this is the job he chooses. And of all the people, the aliens immediately just, they knew like, Oh, this guy doing the roads that no one else wants to do, but he could also probably do any of those other jobs. Like, can he do this? He's like, of course I can do that. And once he does that, they say, yes, you are the one like you, you are sort of, it, it was hard to, they didn't quite articulate specific words. It was more a felt sense of, Yes, you are. You are, in point of fact, kind of the uh, the the most sort of accomplished in this in this realm, and it all unfolded through this level of because he there was no ego, uh, pride. There was ego in the sense of like understanding this was a, the, the different jobs he did, or especially the roads. It was just oh, this is something I have to do, and 
he has a like a, a training and an awareness in that regard, but he just did what he did just because he could do it. He didn't understand why everyone mocked him so intensely. I mean, it was it felt like bullying, like almost childish junior high level bullying. Um, and he and he just he's like, I don't understand why they hate me so much kind of a thing. He's just like, I'm just going to we got we need the roads like and, and, and I'd like them to not look like pink, you know. But it was interesting because I could see how, like, as they were very serpentine, the roads, and very much, like, again, kind of in, like, a woodsy, rural kind of area, but there are some buildings and cityscapes. But, yeah, the sides of the road have, like, a little bit of a pink funk on this, you know, like, there, it's it's not at all perfect, but there's an artistry and beauty to it, especially once he wiped it down and enough to get it to that sand color with the hint of pink. Uh, so pink, very much this this and the in the kind of the intensities of pink you know visiting and sandstone and this uniqueness of doing something just, that just is right and you can do it and it's and it's needed and you do it as best you can without like a perfectionism and and there was sort of a recognition that then visited and then of course i wake up go back to sleep and and enter into an absolutely horrific landscape that oriented around family um, so two of my cousins were present as twins, but, um, they're not twins in waking life. And the guides, when the call, you know, after I do this work in the morning with dream, the call goes out and the gathering may begin of my guides and, um, guides that really want to be present are underworld guardians um who uh are i feel in part ruled or or, or uh, the cohort of um durga and kali um absolutely formidable goddesses in the hindu pantheon they come with normally tiger skull and uh lion um as well as uh the two guides that really mean business one is called mama gorilla i mean if you can imagine a big ass muscly gorilla but it's a woman so she's present. Daddy Crocodile, I call him. Crocodile's like 3,000 feet big, like huge, you know, takes up most of the city of New York. <laughs> uh, wanted to be present and um, high priestess and high priest. Uh, uh, oh, someone I call uh, Wise Fancy Chicken. Um, I don't know if you've seen those fancy chickens that look like they're like supermodels. But he's very, very wise, sort of sage, Nelder. He's... Uh, a very fancy chicken too, yeah. So why is fancy chicken wanted to be present? Bear is still in hibernation as well, as bear is bear. Bear is just mm -hmm. who bear is, but also bear is, is my father. And there was a, a final scene in Dream. Red is an ally, and that is a very powerful ally. And you often, as you probably have already seen, when you have nightmares or nightmarish figures visit, they are the most powerful because once you can understand that they're there looking very scary or the image is very terrifying, like the images I had last night, um, there is so much power and potency there. And uh, once you understand that they're actually there just trying to get your attention and that they had to put on the most horror, you know, like if you're walking down the street and someone is wearing some costume that's just so like either terrifying or hilarious, like they're going to get your attention. So it's the same thing happening in the psychic landscape of dream where you know, especially when it's really, really terrifying, because the thing with that kind of libidos is, as it's called, or energy or chi, life force there, that prana, it's big prana, it's big energy. 
And once you understand they're not there to hurt you, but to help you and that they've been trying to get your attention, you have not been paying attention. And so this is the form they got it. They had to take. Once you understand that you then can go on these journeys with them because whether you're in those landscapes, any other landscape, um, uh, any dimension, um, uh, whether it's in the dream landscape or it's in the in-between or the waking life, they are there to, yeah, normally kick ass and take names. Um, but you can't quite get to the point of really kind of going on adventures, so to speak, until you do kind of untangle a little bit and identify the complexes, the patterns that are visiting so that you have the right allyship and protection. It's just not willy nilly because we all have the dragons and the demons and the darkness and the darkness is a part of the light, but there is this facet of the darkness that could cripple us that could be quite damaging to the psyche because this is very much how we function in the world. <laughs> so we want to, to have a healthy psyche as best as we can, right? Um, that's kind of the goal here, you know, and to experience love and joy and, and, and peace and equilibrium and balance of all parts of ourselves and our, all parts of all dimensions, even if we're just part of one dimension of one of, of this oneness, you know, we there there is this, this experience of multiplicity of duplicity of 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 this interdimensionality and and that's sort of like the point of um again of why do you want to even tend the dream like why why not just like like you know hey siren or you know pink or all these colors you know couch with lips or let's just go for it like let's 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 see where the portal is oh i see an opening in the you know in the mini blinds okay let's let's go so there, there, there is a certain um, also honoring of all that is. It's all powerful. All of this is so powerful. So there, there needs to be this kind of level of the beginner's mind when we do this kind of work in community. We are, we see how we are one. We are one and the same. And aspects of me are in aspects of you, and vice versa. Um, we we see the 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 beauty the power and also the terror the the sort of like it it could be wielded in really intense and maybe scary ways but um above all this time together i don't feel is going to be like a dream tending you know experience per se though we've kind of like gone in that direction what this experience now from i feel like we're going to pivot now is about honoring what has been visiting which i feel so much emotion saying that it's been so profound what has come through you through our dream incubation through your shares through my shares through the grounding we did so much is present our field of awareness is very rich right now so many things are visiting us so many beings so much is journeying here with us right now and part of working with dream working with interdimensional you know journeys and experiences uh, which are often journeys with images that are embodied alive and sold is honoring them for with gratitude thanking them for visiting thanking them for being here and doing that through a uh, some way by which you can kind of give back to them and because often what's visiting is image or a felt sense or a movement or sometimes words it helps very much to give back through 
some form of creativity because they are creativity incarnate. That's really what they, they are coming from the cauldron of creativity and all that is the sort of birthplace of all that exists. Um, but as, as they are also image, you can create image, you can paint image, you can draw image, you can sketch image. Often though, sometimes the words come right writing, uh, whether it's free freestyle writing or poetry or like having specific versification and, and rhythm to it or songwriting or singing um, or dancing or, or, you know, movement. I mean, it goes on and on. Um, I've, I've been in this community where there's a photographer who started to make like a short video that was really just images that were like a, that created a felt sense. And she created like a little field of awareness in community with incubation, with candlelit in Temenos. So, um, so I'm this this is an this is my offering and um so the the time uh, uh that we can create in is 550 minutes. It goes by normally really fast once you get going I found and uh at the 30 minute mark I will let you know when we have 20 minutes left. So I will uh play a um playlist but again it's not about having rules uh again a bit of infrastructure can help so you have some like so it soothes again the nervous system you don't start to go into this panic of oh no there's there are too many choices with a little more tenderness playfulness silliness when we're cleaning up and um, we come back on screen you don't have to show your work um but you can if you want so you don't have to show it but you can, or you can just describe it or just describe the experience. So that's when it comes to sharing, that's just so you have a heads up of what to expect. Um, that's, mm -hmm. it, and it could be very brief, a very brief share. It could be an elaborate share. It's just you and me. So we're, you know, we don't, normally everything's very timed in my community because we have a lot of people. So I have to like literally time people and how long they share. So this is obviously a little more fluid because it's mm -hmm. our playtime. It's Gwen and Anastasia. No one else is here, <laughs> except all here, these Because I'm a spoiled brat. <laughs> you're, uh, you're my little spoiled brat rat friend, like you said. So, <laughs> but, um, so it's our terms. Plus, I shouldn't say, it's not just you and me. It's also all of these images, everyone visiting us right now, so many, they are also very potent, very here. So um, with that said, uh, um, I will um, share my screen and share this uh, playlist with you. And um, do you have any questions before we begin? Now I am ready. Ready? Hell yeah. All right. Have fun. Whatever you do, it's right uh, and no wrong. Just enjoy. Let's do this and let's go to the playlist. Yes, can you hear it? This is the time where I encourage you to pull up your own playlist or go back to the spot where we bring you in through meditation and ground you into this luminous space. I wanted to bring your attention to the word ethereal that I said when I was talking about the things that were present. And it was really funny because a few months ago, I was writing a book and this ethereal 
started becoming present again. And I hadn't recognized or realized that it had been with me before. And it's something that within these realms, I could say, well, maybe this has been with me many, many times, but my mind really doesn't hold an awareness of it in the everyday or doesn't hold a memory of it like one might normally hold it. But it was so cool to see that repeat and come up again into my world like it was saying, hello, I'm here. It's time for you to really be with me. This is the kind of things that can happen as you visit again and again in this realm, in this world. And I encourage you to start building and detecting your own unique story. The consciousness, the awareness, the intelligence that is here for you to open and see into for your unique story. If you are interested in joining Anastasia on one of these creative journeys, feel free to contact her. Her information will be in the description below. Enjoy your own adventure in this space. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Welcome to Channeling. I would love to hear your questions about channeling. Please contact me at GwenJuvenal.com. Hit the contact button and send me a note, and maybe I'll be answering your questions soon. Till the next episode of Welcome to Channeling. Own your stage and play on. Muffin Media. Did you know that I do soul play at least twice a week on my Discord server? If you want to come join in, have some quirky, crazy, amazing soul play times, just go to my website, GwenJuvenal.com, and click on the little deck that says Come Play. There will be a little application, and then you'll be able to join us in our awesome playtime on my Discord server.